Welcome to Project Upgrade, the podcast that helps you upgrade the future you by helping you conquer all things lifestyle, health and fitness, mindset, career, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Samantha, so listen up as it's time to upgrade. Hello! (laughs) Welcome back to Project Upgrade. My name is Samantha, and today I am bringing you another interview. For today's interview, I had the pleasure of catching up with Jesse Norbury. I first came across Jesse a long time ago. I think it was back when um, I was doing YouTube and she's continued and she's absolutely killing it, by the way. She has turned social media into her career via Instagram and YouTube. She also uses her social media platforms as a way to promote her modeling. In this episode, Jesse provides tips on all things about creating an income from social media, becoming a paid model, and we also dive into our mindset towards our own body. So body positivity in a way, but just talking about how we view ourselves. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode, but before we get into it, make sure you are following us. Oh my God, by the way, thank you so much if you followed already. And yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast, Jesse. Thanks so much for having me. It's so exciting to be one of your first guests. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so thank you for coming on to the show. For the start of this episode, I just wanted to ask you, what are you currently upgrading in? So it could be career, business, anything at all. Okay. I had to actually think about this because obviously <laughs> with the current situation, I'm like, girl, there's like no way I'm really upgrading at the moment. It's kind of hard to do I don't know, something that massive in this sort of situation that we're in. I would say I'm upgrading by um, by maintaining, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> I think for me yeah. at the moment, um, what I'm trying to do to upgrade my life in a way is to maintain what I've got and what I've already um, established, I guess. Because um, there's really not much I can do, especially career-wise, and I'm sure we'll get into that like during the episode. Um, there's really not much I can quite do at this time. Um, so yeah, it's just been more so maintaining rather than upgrading. It's called the um, <laughs> the the Project Maintain <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Project Maintain with Jesse. All right, well let's get into the questions as I have so much to ask you. I'm so excited for these questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness, Jesse, you amaze me every single day on Instagram with what you can do. So job oh, right back <laughs> at you girls. Stop. <laughs> so as I said in the intro, Jesse is a model. So Jesse, how did you get into the modeling industry? Okay, so I started when I was I think I just turned fifteen, so I was in year ten. And I, I don't know, I just like always watched like runway shows on YouTube and I just always thought that that was something I really wanted to do. I just thought it was such a cool industry and how cool would it be to meet with all these like creative people and get my makeup done and have photos taken. I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. I've always like been like that as a kid as well. I thought, um, you know, doing dancing and always being in front of the camera and I'm sure there's like videos of when I was young. I used to do like home videos when um, <laughs> when me and my brother were really young and just do like a little day in the life vlogs. So I think like I've always had a thing for cameras and being in front of the camera and everything like that. So 
I guess since I was young, it's just something I really wanted to do. But um, yeah, so I started when I was 15 officially, I guess. And I started just by doing, um, I don't know if you know, like TFP sort of shoots. So like time for photos or time for print. So essentially you do it for free and you would collaborate with a photographer and a makeup artist and you would all kind of work for free and then you all get those images in return for, for your time, if that makes sense. So I did a bunch of those shoots over the years, like over the first three years, I would say three or four years, I just did TFP shoots, building up my portfolio, making connections. And at this time I lived in Canberra, um, which <laughs> if you've ever been to Canberra, it is not the place for the modeling industry. So I feel like if I grew up in Sydney or something or Melbourne, it would be a totally different story. But because the opportunities were quite limited in Canberra, it was, yeah, a bit hard to grow <laughs> in a sense um, and get paid work as well. So I kind of just started my Instagram, used it as a modeling portfolio to, I guess, show my shoots and those photos are still up there today. But yeah, I guess that's how I started. I was just like, super young and it seemed really fun and just did a bunch of free photo shoots love it so you've like worked your way up to the top now really so starting off small and then just eventually worked your way up to paid gigs is that correct yeah yeah I I never really went into it thinking oh like I want to do this as a career I just thought it was really cool and I honestly didn't mind doing it for free for so long but I think it was only recently that I was like oh probably like within the last like year and a half I was like oh I can actually make a full-time income off this so that's what I decided to kind of just drop everything and do at the start of this year. I was like, screw it. I'm moving to Sydney and I'm going to try and give it a go. So far, so good up until coronavirus. <laughs> oh, coronavirus is ruining everything, I swear. So how has coronavirus impacted you with your career and everything? Well, See, he's taken all my jobs. <laughs> so <laughs> I I do work on YouTube and social media, but modeling is my main job. Um, so I am still lucky in the sense that I can work on YouTube and I have so much more time to be creating videos and editing. Um, but yeah, I still have Instagram and things. But yeah, <laughs> modeling, on the other hand, um, because I can't go out and do the weekly shoots that I would do for um, brands or e-commerce. Usually I'd go in for like, you know, like website photos or fashion brands and things. That was my main job. So I had weekly clients who I'd go into the studio every week and shoot. But now, um, obviously, they're all closed down um, until further notice and any um, brand trips that I had uh, like photography sort of brand trips um, are all postponed for the time being. So I had a campaign in Greece booked for the end of this month, um, which is obviously not going ahead at the moment. So it's just a real pain in the bum, really. <laughs> Something that you kind of look forward to for months and months and months. And then it's just like, lol jokes, you're not going. <laughs> Aww, so I'm just really hoping that it all blows over soon and I think it's less like less of a financial hit and more of like I just feel like a part of me is missing because it's what I absolutely love. It's my whole life. Um, so yeah, the fact that I can't do it is just it's just ass. <laughs>
Oh, that sucks. Especially when it's something that you've worked so hard towards. And like the trip to Greece, you were telling me about it earlier. That would have been amazing for you to get to go on. Like, oh, that would just suck. Yeah. Oh, my fingers are crossed that once this blows over within a week, I can be back to um, usual. My fingers are crossed, but obviously at the moment it's just safest to stay at home and um, I'm pretty lucky some of the brands have been nice enough to just send the products to my house or send the clothes to my house and they're like, oh, we'll just get Geordie, my boyfriend, to shoot the photos. So I'm still able to do apartment photo shoots (laughs) and we've got like a little um, (laughs) studio set up where we can like... um, I don't know if you've seen like the at-home studio. I think <laughs> I can see in the background you've got some studio lights. Exactly oh, like yes. that. <laughs> We've got um, a little studio set up uh, at home that we can use. So I'll take what I can get at the moment. <laughs> yeah, love it. No, I'm sure you are killing it. And I'm sure Geordie is doing a great job at being a photographer. <laughs> He's actually so, so, so good. He's always like, oh, I'm not even that good. I'm like, babe look at this. And he's like, okay, it's actually really good. (laughs) Oh, that's great. All right. So if there is anyone listening who is an aspiring model, how can they land gigs and work their way up to work with brands like yourself? Um, so I would say definitely if you haven't done like any modeling in the past, I would say definitely start with doing some collab, collab shoots and, um, TFP work if you can. Just to kind of like build up that portfolio, if that's something you actually want to do, then you've got to have a lot of variety in that portfolio. So um, there's heaps of Facebook groups out there that have like TFP Brisbane or TFP Canberra, everything like that. Just have a little look on on Facebook and see um, who is around and who is available to collaborate. Obviously not uh, at the moment, but maybe once this is over... Um, yeah, once you can actually get back outside, definitely, definitely check out the Facebook groups because that's how I got a lot of my collaborative sort of shoots. Um, I don't know. I, I started a full series on my YouTube channel of like the basics, like the absolute basics and what to know, like when, when you're going to castings and la 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 and how to be prepared for rejection and things like that. But I think maybe that's something I'll get into um, doing a bit more like filming of a bit later on, like in depth, how to, how to go to (laughs) castings. Definitely start a social media page. I think in this day and age, that's definitely the most important thing to be connected and to find other people because the amount of people who have found my modeling through social media is like 99% probably more than that I you know like I just think if you want to be in this industry you've absolutely got to have your portfolio online and yeah kind of use it to make those connections and even if it's not with bigger brands to start off with you've got to work your way up by working with some maybe some local brands I've worked with some some big brands in the past but honestly they've literally just reached out by via um Instagram or YouTube, it's absolutely insane. And I think having that social media presence um, has helped me times a million with making those connections with those bigger brands and getting booked for those campaigns. 
So yeah, my advice would be is to just share your portfolio on on Instagram, on YouTube or anything. TikTok even. TikTok is taking off at the moment. Oh, isn't it just TikTok is crazy at the moment. It's crazy. I love your TikToks, by the way. They oh, are thanks. so <laughs> funny. <laughs> they are so uh, good. I do have too much fun on TikTok sometimes, I will admit, but yeah. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> it's so good. I think also in saying that though, because I came from the photography and film side of things, so I'd actually be looking for models to, you know, be in my short films or my brand work or whatever it may be. It's really important to not just expect cash straight away. I mean, like you need to actually have some experience behind you before you go, give me the money. So definitely I agree with you, Jesse, in saying that you need to accept that you're going to be doing some things for free for a bit. And then eventually, as you do get the skill and work your way up, then you will eventually get paid. But you've just got to be patient. Yeah. Even if it's a matter of being patient for like four years, because that's definitely what I have. So worth it now, though. Honestly, so, so, so worth it. But um, yeah, I you can't jump in this industry or the social media industry for money because it's just not realistic or maintainable. I will leave Jessie's uh, social media platforms all linked in the show notes if you guys want to check her out. She's on YouTube, she's on Instagram, she's on... Oh my God, I think you're on like every platform known. <laughs> I think I'm on like everything except like Facebook and Twitter. I feel like I don't yeah. have a public Facebook and I definitely don't have Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, Jessie does actually have a podcast herself, which is really exciting. You started that not long ago as well. Yeah, it's been about eight months of doing the podcast and so far so good. I just love it. I, I love talking to people. I just love talking in general. Just <laughs> I just love talking. So I was like, you know what, I'll just start start a podcast um, because there's so many things that I love talking about. Uh, modeling is one of them. Social media, anything career-wise fitness, health. Oh, give me it all. I love it. <laughs> Jesse's podcast is called Find Your Fire if you want to listen to it. But talking about your podcast, I was actually listening to one of your episodes not long ago. And I do love your podcast, by the way. Thank um, you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, you speak about your past experience with food restrictions and how you overcame it. Could you dive deep into that for us? Yeah. Okay. So I, I would say in year 11 and 12, which was, oh my God, how old am I? I don't even know how long ago that was. <laughs> um, well, I graduated in 2016. So what, like four years ago, four, let's just say four to five years ago, I had quite an unhealthy relationship with food, um, without even knowing what it was. You know, I had no idea what binge eating was. I had no idea what restrictive eating was. I just didn't know. And I didn't have anyone around me who was really into um, fitness or health or, you know, I love my family, but they were never really like into healthy eating in a way, you know. Um, And so, yeah, I never really had that role model in my life where I didn't really follow anyone on social media or YouTube that um, had a positive outlook on health and fitness, I guess. And so when I started modeling, I'd maybe been doing like, yeah, TFP modeling for about a year by this stage. And I was booked for some like runway shows or like bikini photo shoots. And at that stage of my life, I hadn't 
like really gone to the gym at all. I used to dance, but that was my limit. I never had a gym membership. I never, never trained or anything like that. Um, and I never was conscious about what I was consuming. A lot of the foods I would eat were honestly quite crap. Like I, uh, <laughs> I had a lot of friends who would go to McDonald's on their freeze and I would just kind of go along as a social thing and eat the same crap that they were. And it was lots of nuggets. It was lots of, you name it, I've probably eaten it. <laughs> it was not good. And considering I um, actually have quite a serious metabolic disorder, which actually limits a lot of the foods that I can eat. So I'm actually not supposed to eat like any animal products. I can have chicken and fish and that's it. Um, but I was consuming like, I guess, burgers that probably had milk in the buns and things like that. So I actually became quite sick um, all the time. And yeah, because of my metabolic disorder, that was just like another spanner in the works. And so my body just hated it, absolutely hated it. And I was so I was definitely the most unhealthy I had ever been in my life. Um, and so if I had a modeling gig coming up, I wouldn't know what to do. I didn't train. I didn't, you know, eat well leading up to it. I would just kind of like restrict um, what I ate before, like a week before a shoot, which like looking back on it now is just horrible. And I've a hundred percent learned from, from that point in my life. But, um, yeah, I would just eat like not much and just eat like a potato and bloody pumpkin and brown rice and broccoli and just eat that. It was, I know, I know. So I'm studying oh nutrition now and looking back on that, I'm like, oh, I had no idea because I was like, no one in my life was pointing me in a right direction. Like my parents would like cook me the broccoli and the pumpkin and just like let me get away with it as well. Like I was so young and I just had no idea. And then because I felt so deprived after this photo shoot or runway show had finished, I would go back to those old ways of going to McDonald's, getting takeaway food and everything like that. And it would just be a dangerous cycle of restricting and then binging and then restricting and then binging. Um, so when I, I actually started working at a gym in, I think it was 2017 or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it was 2017 or 2018, but um, that essentially changed my life. <laughs> And the, one of the um, head trainers there, he was so honest and he said, um, you're like, you're skinny fat or skinny obese is what he said. But I know some people are quite triggered by that word. So I just usually refer to it as skinny unfit. So that's what he called, what he said to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to actually change something and change my life essentially. And this was when Jordy and I started going out and he is obviously an exercise physiologist. This is what he was studying at the time. So he was super passionate about exercise and eating well. And then my life did a full 180. Oh, that's so good. I love that. So with your background with that kind of thing, do you ever find yourself wanting to count macros or do you ever still have those days where you feel like restricting your food? So I've, I've never actually used tracking apps or counting counting or tracking calories and macros um 
I, I don't know. I've just never download, downloaded any apps that um, do that. But now that I'm studying nutrition, I still don't count or track, but I have a very good understanding of how many is in what and what foods contain everything. So that's been super, super helpful. Um, but yeah, just with like the stuff that we've been studying, I've just seen way too much like unhealthy obsessions that have come out of like totally understand that it works for some people. That's so fine. And I think those people just have to like use that purposefully, if that makes sense, and use it for the right reasons because a lot of people just come out with it like diet dietary restrictions and it becomes an unhealthy obsession and can obviously lead to um, disordered eating and, and stuff like that, which is not something I really want to involve myself in. But... I guess studying nutrition has really opened my eyes to calories and macros and how to, I, I can do it, but I, um, I just choose not to. I, I believe in intuitive eating and yeah. No, I totally relate to that. I remember I tried tracking my food for maybe three days and I noticed that I was just so obsessed with the numbers Yeah. and I stopped myself and I was like, I cannot live like this. Like, I know what I'm like. I know that once I'm obsessed with something, it just doesn't go away. So, no, I, I definitely agree that it can be dangerous. But obviously, if it does work for someone out there, then... Yeah, I think if, if you are going to download it, you've just got to use it purposefully. And you've still got to see food as food and fuel for your body and not just a number on the screen. We're just going to take a quick break. While we rehydrate, I just wanted to tell you guys about my ebook that is currently available online. It is called The Balanced Bible. It is written by myself and my business partner in crime, Tom Donovan, who is a accredited dietitian. If you are wanting workouts, evidence-based nutrition, motivation to kickstart your health and fitness journey, how to track your macros, delicious recipes, and so much more, be sure to head to our website and purchase your own Balanced Bible. Because you guys are amazing, I am also going to give you a discount code, which is just FRIEND10. But not only that, guys, once you have purchased, send a screenshot of your receipt to Balanced Bible on Instagram. You will then have access to our private Instagram page, which is filled with daily workouts and nutrition. If you are wanting to purchase the ebook, head over to my Instagram page, which is just at underscore Samantha Wicks. Select the link in my bio and then select buy my ebook. Anyway, let's get back into the episode. So while being in the modeling industry, do you or have you ever experienced the pressure of having the perfect body and have you ever struggled with body positivity? Um, I like to an extent, uh, yes, have struggled with body image before, but not something that I've like done by like self-sabotaging. So modeling industry is quite... Um, rough (laughs) if if you're in the wrong place it definitely can be a very very dark place and I so I'm actually a freelance model now so I don't have any agency above me or anyone controlling me whatsoever or yeah booking me work I do it all by myself which personally I love have you had a agency before I sure have Oh, I've got some steaming hot tea for you, girl. Okay, so... Oh, here we go. <laughs> so, um, yes, I have I have been signed with two other agencies in the past, which it didn't really go very well. They didn't really get me any work whatsoever. I just kind of, like, 
they got 20% of every job that I did, even if it was booked through them or not. So I feel like I was just paying them for nothing, um, <laughs> really. But when I um, started to do some work in Sydney, I hadn't moved there yet, but I was just kind of like coming up every week to do um, shoots. So I was like, oh, maybe I should sign with a Sydney agency. And I um, ended up getting an email from a from an agency in Sydney that was quite big. And I was like, this is crazy. This could open up so many more doors. Like the people that they have signed on with them are some of the Victoria's Secret models. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this could be oh my goodness. Wow. insane. And the, like I didn't apply the fact that I got an email from them. I was shocked, like absolutely shocked. And so they asked for my measurements, gave them my measurements, sent them my whole portfolio. So they said, amazing, cool, come in. And so I went in. <laughs> and I think my my meeting started at like 10 past two and I got there at two o'clock just like show shows that I'm early I was like I'm here all time girl and I literally left within like what five minutes <laughs> so oh my god I know so I was out before my interview was supposed to start so I went in and they um sat me down they took my um social media statistics as if that matters <laughs> with your skill in modeling yeah right oh. <laughs> um so i was like oh that's a bit weird and then they retook my measurements um which <laughs> surprise surprise were exactly the same as the ones that i sent them and they took some more photos of me um and yeah that was it i was sent out that was it <laughs> they took some like yeah just plain what? photos of me it was so weird i was like what the heck i thought there would be like an interview like what do you like doing? What are your hobbies? Nothing at all. At all. <laughs> so it was really interesting and quite an eye-opening experience. But I was driving home after, like back to Canberra after that. And they called me up. So I pulled over and I was like, hey. And um, they said, thank you so much for driving all the way here. Because they knew I'd driven bloody eight hours to be there. <laughs> and um, they you essentially drove said... Eight hours. Well, yeah, four hours there, four hours back. They said to me, um, hey, like, thanks so much. Like, oh, we're so lovely, la, la, la. And then they said, um, you don't fit our modeling measurement requirements. And I was like, what? What requirements is that? And they essentially just explained that I'm too busty. I was like, oh, sorry that I've got natural bibs. <laughs> what? But I just think there shouldn't be any requirements, you know? Like, I understand maybe if you're doing runway shows, the height is um, necessary. Totally get that. Yeah, However, there there is no body measurement requirements. Everyone is 100% unique, you know. My genes are going to be different to the girl next to me. I can't, I physically cannot shrink my bust size. I cannot do that, you know. And I was on the phone to them and I was like, oh, okay, well, like, what should I do? As in no way, I'm not going to change for you. But like, I just wanted to see what they said. And they were like, oh, like, you know, there's nothing you can do. Like if they're natural, la, 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 that's totally understandable and whatever. I'm like, oh my God. And then she used this analogy. Oh, I can't believe this. She said, if you are on a runway and you're modeling a blouse, you want to advertise the blouse, not what's underneath it. And I was like, yeah. oh, have a nice life. Goodbye. But I just like, I remember that so vividly. 
that phone, that whole phone call because I know how it made me feel and I've never laughed so hard in my life. I called Geordie afterwards and I was like, I just wasted my whole day, but what an experience and what an eye-opening experience to know they might be speaking to young girls like that. Like how messed is that? Young, impressionable girls might think, oh no, like I've got to go and change. I've got to go and change my diet. And at this stage of my life, when I went into that casting, I was already well into health and fitness and I loved eating well and exercising regularly. So it's not any anything that would have been like wrong with my diet. I was really healthy at that point. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm the healthiest I've ever been. And there is nothing else I'm willing, like I'm wanting to change in my life that will assist with my modeling career. Cause I, I was like, if you want me for Jess Norbury, then you'll book Jess Norbury. You won't just book these stupid modeling measurement requirements my ass are you kidding me (laughs) i just think if you're going into the modeling industry you have to know that no one and no agency can create your career for you you are the only person who can truly look after yourself and your own mental health and your own well-being and you essentially you've got to stick in your own lane you're not going to be the same as the girl next to you and neither is she like you've only got yourself so you should just stick in your own lane and just focus on yourself and not what everyone else is doing or not what everyone else looks like yes oh preach it (laughs) preach it (laughs) i think it is so important though to remember as you said that you are you and that's what you are with like you cannot change you Mm, exactly that's um, just it do you follow georgie stevenson of course on... I do. Everyone follows Georgie okay. Stevenson. <laughs> she, her, her, her quote and mantra is, no one is you and that is your power. And I yes. 100% yeah. believe that. I preach it every single day. And I think everyone kind of needs to remind themselves all the time that no one is you. That is your power. So, yeah. Love it. Well, we went on a little bit of a tangent there. So... Yeah, sorry about that. Um, what was, I don't even know what the question was. I just wanted to like tell you some of that tea. <laughs> Oh, no, I loved that tea. The, the tea was spilled <laughs> and it was great. Um, so have you ever had pressure of having the perfect body and struggled with body positivity? That was the question. <laughs> oh, um, oh my gosh. Wow, I did go on a bit of a tangent. Sorry about that. Um, I think when my diet and fitness, <laughs> in quotations fitness, was at its lowest, yes, I probably had some um, body image issues because I wasn't, happy with my skin I had really really bad hormonal acne and obviously stemmed from the crappy food that I was eating um so there was a lot of like insecurity there but like honestly within three months of changing my life everything cleared up and everything went into line and like yes 100% I do have days where I'm like what the heck is my face doing today you know (laughs) what the heck um like literally yesterday I don't know if you can see but like (laughs) we're actually like facetiming at the moment I have the most unbelievably huge pimple on my face I don't know where it came from it's like one of those under the skin ones it's like so TMI but yesterday I was so not feeling it and so I was like you know what I'm not filming today. I'm not filming it. I was going to do like skincare related videos. And I was like, absolutely not with Jupiter on my face. (laughs) So on days that you are not feeling it, as you said, how do you get out of that little rut? Um, I think especially like, okay. So when it comes to YouTube, I, I guess I really lack motivation to film and edit, but if I am not feeling it, I just won't do it. I won't force myself to do it because otherwise it doesn't happen. 
like come out with the best result, I guess. And there's other things that I will do instead of doing that thing to kind of like make me feel better, if that makes sense. So I'm a sucker for a good pamper routine, you know, just lighting some candles, doing a spray tan, doing a face mask. (laughs) I'm like, if I'm not feeling it, it is pamper day, Henny. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. On those days, I I think when you're not feeling it, you really just have to take take some time for yourself. And I don't know, what sort of things do you do? Like self care, or do you train? I go to the gym. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, like if I feel bloated, like if I feel like a cloud, it's so weird. Like a lot of people would say that the last thing they want to do is train, but the number one thing I want to do is get down to my garage. You just want to do a sweaty session. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, I will feel so much better afterwards. I might still bloated, but at least I'll know that I've worked hard and it's it's just a part of your body, you know? Exactly. Bloating is so normal. You should see me at like 9 p.m. after a big old dinner and dessert. I'm like... Hello there. <laughs> it's actually funny because um, uh, for Jordan and I, um, when we go to bed, we like brush our teeth together. And I remember this one night very recently, <laughs> I was so bloated that my jeans couldn't even be buttoned up anymore. Oh, so yeah. I had to unbutton it because it was so bad. <laughs> Don't we all and though? I, oh yeah. And I looked in the mirror and I actually looked nine months pregnant and I was like, <laughs> hey, I forgot to tell you something. Like, I'm actually nine months pregnant. (laughs) So what is the biggest piece of advice that you could give the listeners to who might be struggling with their own body positivity and self-image? Well, I feel like in this day and age, it's quite easy to self-sabotage via social media. And you could be scrolling, like not even be thinking about it, like unintentionally just scrolling through social media and already you feel like you're comparing yourself to some somebody else um, or even in real life, like it could just be an everyday situation and then you could be comparing yourself to, to that person. Um, but I find what really helps me is just unfollowing anyone who makes me feel those feelings or make me doubt myself I don't know anything that doesn't actually bring like positivity and and light to to my day um you can not I'm not just saying on like social media you can probably also do it in real life I follow people in real life um that maybe bring you down or yeah I would say unfollow people in real life and on social media that make you feel um negative thoughts towards your um yourself really um I actually started doing this thing um I think I saw it on like YouTube or maybe like Pinterest or something but it was like every every one negative thought that you have about your your body or yourself you have to say three positive things about it so if I'm like oh my god this pimple is so ugly then I have to be like okay well at least my hair looks nice today at least I've got a fresh spray tan on and I'm happy with how my mascara went today you know like that sort of thing so I feel like that sort of thing could really help someone maybe with struggling with a bit of like negative thoughts challenge for life every time you have a negative thought about yourself or about a situation try and think of three positives even the coronavirus situation, that is, uh, that is so much negativity going around and guilty definitely have been like, this is crap. But like, positive, Geordie's home. Another positive, 
get to do lots of snacking. Another positive, um, get to FaceTime people every day. Yes, I am all for turning a negative into a positive all the time. Like, I mean, with this whole COVID-19 thing going on, I remember for the first, like, three days, I sat in bed and I was so depressed because I was like, oh, I can't go to a gym anymore because gyms are closed. And, like, you know, I can't even go to work anymore because work is closed. What if I lose my job and all those things? And instead of being so negative about it, I tried to turn it into a positive saying, well, at least I get to sleep in. Yeah, you know, exactly. I get to spend time with Jordan. Yeah, you I don't to have do to wake up at bloody 3 a.m. every day. How good oh, is that? It, it's been nice. I will admit <laughs> it has been nice to have a break to not wake up at 3 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Get to no, sleep until 4 now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Upgrading in life. <laughs> that is an upgrade. There you go. <laughs> Um, but no, I'm all for turning negatives into positives. So yeah, I really love that. So let's switch the gear a little bit. Um, how with, you know, studying and everything, cause you're studying nutrition at the moment. Yes. Um, how do you manage your time with social media, your podcast, your studying and just everything that you do? How do you manage the time? Um, so nu- my nutrition course is just fantastic. It's, uh, two lectures a week easy peasy you do like one assignment a week and then one major assignment every four weeks so for me it's actually been really oh I wouldn't say easy but very maintainable um to do whereas I was full-time at uni uh all of last year and the year before that doing a degree that I was just like man this sucks so (laughs) I'm deferring that at the moment the full-time study but Going part-time was honestly the best thing ever. Um, but yeah, as I said, it's two classes a week and I can easily work that around my life. It's all online. Um, so I just tune in. Well, they, they do like live classes. So I just tune in to the live class um, Monday and Tuesday. And yeah, and then I have the rest of the week to do my modeling, my YouTube, anything social media related and yeah, no, it's been actually so good. So, so, so good. Yes, love it. I remember I was doing online stuff and I just, I could not do it because I'm one of those people that just get distracted in your own home. So I had to swap to face-to-face because then I actually had to be there and actually had to get work done. That's true. Well, I, I put my phone in a different room as well when I'm doing it because otherwise I, I do oh. get distracted. I feel like everyone just kind of like reaches for their phone. They'll see a notification, blah, 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 blah. No, 100%. I'm absolutely focused once the lesson starts. And also, it's live. I can't go back and watch it. They do that on purpose, so you have to be there to watch it. Um, and I can't I can't look at my phone because I need to be writing notes. I need to be present. So, yeah, I find it really useful just to chuck my phone in a different room and just give, like, that hour and a bit full attention. So you're studying nutrition. Yes. How did that come about? Like, do you want to be a nutritionist or where's that going? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, so it all kind of started with like some projects that I have coming up and I just, I want to know more about it. That's the sort of thing. Like I just love food and I love good food and love knowing everything about it and, um, especially with my metabolic disorder, kind of working things around like a plant-based diet because unfortunately for me, my entire life has essentially been plant-based except for the um, chicken and fish, as I mentioned before. 
But um, yeah, it's really, really interesting how they're kind of um, talking about the plant-based diet and how it works with uh, different people. So I, I was just so fascinated by it. Um, so I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to sign up. And it was the most impulse decision ever to just buy my enrollment. Off I go. And then Jordi came home from work one day and I was like, surprise, <laughs> I'm going to study to be a nutritionist. Like, obviously, it's nothing like a dietitian. Dietitians are... Um, are amazing they study for so long so it's obviously not going to be on that level but I just needed to know that base understanding of how food how the body works everything like that I'm just so fascinated by it um and I also just didn't want to be another person on social media talking about food and making food and making products without any qualification or knowledge um because too way too often like obviously you and Tom are amazing and you're professionals and you you know exactly what you're doing and you've studied it and you've gotten your qualification I I love that I love that because there's so much more trust that you know exactly what you're talking about and I just want to be like a valuable source of information to girls to guys to anyone who wants to know a little bit more about food I want to be a reliable source of of information rather than just someone else on social media talking about food because it's really easy to follow people that have no qualifications and they're selling these products and things but then you take a step back and you're like actually there is no there is <laughs> no evidence here and no, yeah I don't know but yeah I just wanted to make sure I had the knowledge and the qualification behind me before I put out anything that's related to food and exercise. Before we finish up, do you have any exciting things coming up or any projects that you are working on? On the down low, yes, but I haven't actually <laughs> said anything just yet. You know what it is, but no one else does. I know what it is. <laughs> so I'm excited I don't know for if it. I can give I can give a hint like it involves actually no, oh my god, that's so cute. No. <laughs> See, I'm the worst with like keeping I just need to keep my mouth shut. Um it's something that is going to be a lot of fun. It's more than maybe what you would think it's going to be. And it's also... I can't say that. <laughs> I'm just the worst. I'm going to stop myself there before I give anything away. It's going to be really fun. I don't have a release date just yet. Um but yeah, you guys will have to stay tuned. But something is definitely in the works and I'm pouring my heart and soul into it. Well, I'm very excited for it. So I cannot wait for you to announce that you're bringing something out. Something. So, yes, very exciting. Nothing in particular. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just excited to have my own thing out there. You know, I work with a lot of brands, but I think like having something with Jess Norbury on it, I'm like, that is so freaking cool. Yeah. So. 100%. That's how I felt when we brought out the ebook. I was like, yes, like I have a freaking book. You have Mom. a book. Yeah, no, that is so cool. That is so, so, so cool. All right. Well, thank you for coming on to Project Upgrade. Um, it's been lovely talking to Thanks you. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun. Yes, it's been fun, hasn't it? <laughs> I love it. I love doing podcasts. I think they're just like the best way to get to know someone. You can just babble on for hours. It's not oh, a good time. 100%. I feel like we could have been here for like another hour if we really wanted to. <laughs> well, 
as I said earlier, I will leave all of Jesse's social media in the show notes and you can find mine there as well. But Jesse, where can they find you? What is your Instagram name? Okay, so on Instagram, it's Jesse Norbs with I-E and a Z on the end. Everyone always seems to not know how my Instagram handle is. It's Jesse Norbs. And Find Your Fire podcast is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everything like that. And just Jess Norbury on YouTube. And that's about it for me. Yeah, I think. I don't even know. I think so. Well, have a lovely day, Jesse, And I shall talk to you soon on your podcast, hopefully. Yes, 100%. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Project Upgrade. If you did enjoy this episode, make sure you share it with your friends on social media so then they can also begin their project upgrade. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, which is just at Project Upgrade Podcast. Or you can follow me on my personal Instagram, which is just at underscore Samantha Wicks. I hope you have an amazing day and I shall see you next time. Bye for now.